I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is the APPC Podcast. I know Tom Hanks is a good actor and everything. I just can't. I don't like watching him. Well, that means he's not a good actor to you, so I wouldn't to worry too much. To me, but I, but I can see why people like him and things. But, but and I've I've watched. He's an everyman. Because if you got me, oh, can name a, a Tom Hanks film. First one that springs to my mind is Dragnet. <laughs> and that's fucking. You I know, know. I really like you Dragnet. Know I love that movie. I, I I love it film as well, but it's not. I what, love Bachelor Party. Oh yeah, that was him. Yeah, yeah. and him out of Greece too. So you probably love that. Uh, I can't remember his name either. <laughs> he was TJ Hooker's partner. Wasn't he Rex Bannon in Empire Records? No, you've got the wrong man. Re- okay. I'm talking about the Hispanic dude. Fuck him. Not Maxwell Caulfield. Jeez. Yeah, I know his name. Yeah, well, that doesn't even sound like a real name. That's like something you'd make up. Well, he did. It's his <laughs> stage name. <laughs> Could be his real name. You don't know. It's not his. His real name is not Maxwell Caulfield. And don't write in people if it is his real name. I don't fucking care is what the point of this story means. It doesn't seem like his real name. I I guarantee you his name is um, Maxwell House. Yeah. (laughs) The coffee got there for... Exactly. Or... What was the guy that was in those adverts? Please, my father was Maxwell House. Call me Max. What was the guy that was in those adverts that he'd been in... The thing with Joanna Lumley, but then he was in... No, it was Nescafe adverts. But what was his name anyway? <laughs> the Nescafe adverts. But he was also, not with Joanna Lumley. No, he wasn't. No, but he was in a series with Joanna Lumley. Like, not like a, not a professional. Um, what are you talking about? So, no, not so Ferris Bueller. Um, no, oh, you think with Gareth Hunt? Possibly. He was in the New Avengers with yeah, Joanna Lumley. Yeah, and then he was in the Nescafe advert. I remember. Uh, yeah, but you used to tell me Nescafe adverts. <laughs> I think Anthony Stewart Head when he was younger. Because it was him. Yeah, uh, le- later on. But no, it was the fucking 80s. It was like 15 years before Buffy. Well, maybe he was Maxwell House then. The other guy. I'm Maxwell House. <laughs> no, but I'm saying the other guy. Maybe mm. he was Maxwell Hunt adverts then. Maxwell Hunt. Now you're mixing shit <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm tired too. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's easy to remember Gareth Hunt's name. His first name's really easy to remember. Uh, uh, for you, yeah, for me, Hunt, I'd be like yeah. Gareth Gates, <laughs> director Gareth Edwards, director Gareth Evans, comedian, Gareth and fictional Reynolds. character Margaret Lanterman, the log lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Do you know I've only ever met one Margaret in my life? Is that a real name? Well, no, it's Margaret Lanterman. All right. But I, a Margaret, but spelt with an H at the end and pronounced Margaret. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank God I'm not transgender. I can't deal with that name. Well, at least I'd have to go for a full change, as in name. What, what, would, you, what would you go for? Something that is non gender specific broccoli. Bro- <laughs> broccoli linguini. Broccoli linguini. <laughs> <laughs> no, saying that, I do sound like a really cool Italian. I was detective. about to say you'd have to change nationality as well. Yeah. I'm a trans nationalist. 
<laughs> I'd definitely get thrown out of the country after Brexit. Because they wouldn't know where I was from because it's so good. I'd be standing there with my sign, save broccoli linguine. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back broccoli linguine. And be and, doing and, outside of Tesco's. And, and little right underneath, it's like big letters, bring yeah. back broccoli linguine and underneath and hanging. <laughs> <laughs> and just a picture of Myra Hindley. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's just a different sign. I just, I just like her, that's all. On a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You fought her against Myra Hindley. Nah. <laughs> Take her and leave her. Quit. No. If I can hang her, <laughs> I'm for her. <laughs> are the stories. Uh. Yeah. Did you re- did you see that autobiography? Jesus God. Christ. The oh. fact they let her play herself. <laughs> oh Christ. Well, the only other person they could have possibly got to play Myra Hindley would have been Morrissey. <laughs> Amy Winehouse, <laughs> but she's dead. <laughs> Why nice would have made a good Myra Henley? She looked nothing like her. Looked nothing like her. Give her do you think? Nothing oh, like her. Well, in my head, she looked exactly like. You know, in oh. my in my mind, you want to pick someone who's got sort of like peroxide blonde hair and is quite gaunt. You'd surely go with a thin Debbie Harry. <laughs> yeah. A thin If you could. What? She's 70 years <laughs> old, you cunt. That's fine, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm fat. I'm allowed to mention other fat I people. I don't know if you are. Uh, probably not. Maybe other fat men. I don't not, think. She's not listening. It's fine. What? I hope she is. I, you know, I'm wearing her Dr. X t shirt as no. we speak. Uh, um, uh, best Blondie album, go. Uh, I can't name albums. Barely name songs. Fair dues. I, I kind of know of them and I like her stuff, but I couldn't name it. Best Sparks album, go. Uh, it's definitely not Hippopotamus. <laughs> and bear in mind, Hippopotamus is the only one I've listened to, but I'm betting it's not the best. No, of course not. No. Oh, there you go. See, I was right. It was, it's, it's their, it's my least favourite of their return, if you want to call it that uh, way. I was going to say, out of 23. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, I haven't listened to that big chunk from the late 80s, early 90s, because I didn't like any of them. Mm, okay, fair uh, That was when I was younger. And also now, maybe it's not true now, but at one point they were impossible to find digitally. Mm. So, you know, I have listened to uh, a woofer in tweeters clothing, a uh, kimono in my house, uh, propaganda, um, what is the one after that called? Indiscreet? Indiscretion? Indiscreet? I don't know. One of them. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> number one in heaven. Fine. And Terminal that's, Jive. That's, I really like that um, song. Uh, Angst in My heaven. Pants. I'm at seven. Yeah. Angst in My Pants might be my favourite Spark album. Fantastic. Um... Lil Beethoven, uh, Songs for Jealous Lovers, um, Erotic Creatures from the Deep, okay. Hippopotamus. That puts us yeah. at 11 albums out of 23 I've listened to. Awesome. Oh, and Plagiarism, which is amazing, which is Sparks covering their own songs with other people. 
Oh, was that, I think was that we. No, what was the one with Franz Ferdinand? No, no, that was, and um, that does not count as a Franz Ferdinand album, or a Sparks, uh, or, or a Sparks album. Okay. It is FFS, as in for fuck's sake, oh. or Franz Ferdinand Sparks. Okay. Um, that is a proper good album. I think I downloaded that and I never got around to listening to it. I think we reviewed it, so you did. No, I think we did. <laughs> I think we did. Oh, I've blocked it out my mind then. I think we reviewed it for this very show. If we didn't, I made a mistake because I own that album and I definitely put too much uh, effort into it. So well, I'm not going to scroll through all these because I can't remember. Um, no, I don't think we did. Okay. Well, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, so 23rd studio album by mm-hmm. Sparks, released 8th of September 2017. Uh-huh. Reviews. Reviews. <gasps> oh, I forgot introducing Sparks as an album by Sparks. Yeah. Um, uh, which is not their first album. It's like their fifth album. Mm-hmm. But um, it has uh, uh, those mysteries on it, which is one of my favorite Sparks songs too. So uh, that's the one that goes like... How low can you go, death row? <laughs> Yay! It's like you smelt the world's worst stroke coming on listening to this. No, I heard somebody knocking or something. Might have been me tapping my foot then. Mysteries. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like it, but this is being played at my funeral, so you better get used to it. Oh, I'm not going. Fuck you. Well, you're um, going to say something because no other cunt is. No. Yeah, how do you like them? Tragic. Now I have to show up. Right. Um, he was young. He made jam. That's all you got to say. <laughs> jam. The jam he made. Right. So reviews. Um, Oh, I forgot Big Beat and One Plant Sucker. I do have How both of those you as well. forget Big Beat? Uh, as if I don't even know you. Anymore. And yeah, it's called Indiscreet. Oh, my legs just died. Right. Um, Q, The Skinny, and The Scotsman, three stars. Mm-hmm. All Music and TeamRock.com, uh-huh. three and a half stars. Uh-huh. Glide, nine out of ten. Oh, I, Glide are, are being a little lenient. I mean, you do have to take into account, right? Look at it this way. Cliff Richard released an album this year. Yeah. He has been going as, as long as Sparks. Mm-hmm. His quality control is much, much worse. <laughs> well, yeah. Because he is just... A slight, I mean, to me, Cliff Richard is a slightly more um, acceptable Daniel O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. And that's still not very acceptable. I don't know. Have you seen that picture of him in the sunglasses and leather jacket sitting on the motorbike? Mm. I will take a picture of it later if I go for my walk. I'm sure the vinyl is still sitting in uh, uh, HMV. I'll take a picture of the album cover and I'll send it to you. Oh in fact, if I'm feeling very kind, 
when I sort out my Christmas presents next month, I'll buy you the album for no Christmas. <laughs> Nothing is replaced. And put it in a new frame. You can put it next to the Barbara Streisand Superman album I oh, bought you. That's still up. I like that. I'll yeah. cover it up. It's never coming down. <laughs> of course it's never coming down. You can't listen to that album if you want to. You don't own a turntable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not going to take it out. But I'm just... <laughs> um, it was a joke, but it was from the heart. I'll have I, you know. <laughs> I, really, I really liked it. It's the best present you've ever bought. <laughs> I've still, I've still never listened to that album. It's all on YouTube. Never listened to it. Oh, no, I'm never gonna listen to it either. Yeah. I just really like it though. Um, yeah. So um, the Guardian, the Irish Times, Mojo, Mojo, four star, mm-hmm. the Independent, Record Collector, the Times, and Far Out Magazine, five stars. Okay. Pitchfork, seven point one out of ten. Yeah. Paste. 8.9 out of 10. Every time we say paste. paste. <laughs> Exclaim. Clash. Mm-hmm. Under the radar. Line of best fit. Uncut. Mm-hmm. 8 out of 10. And Diffuser.fm rated it a 5 star classic. Oh, out of 5? Yeah. I mean, there's been other 5 out of 5s, I know you've yeah. said, but I... But that, no, but that one, that's, that's how it appeared on Wikipedia as well. Not like a rating, it just said... Quotation marks, a five-star classic. Well, I know you don't listen to Sparks albums, but you did mm. for a long time, and you had re- recommended it on this very show, yeah. listened to uh, Music for Amnesiacs, the best of Sparks, yeah. when it was on Apple Music, when oh, it's 110 yeah. tracks or whatever it was. Yeah. So I know you're aware of their style, yes. at the very least. Yeah. Well, I'll get to that in a minute because I'll get the charts out of the way with uh-huh. Because yeah, this is just freshly updated this morning. Oh, Because there was nothing there. Um, I've included Germany, just 88 on oh. their chart. Okay. I just thought Germany kind of liked this stuff more. I'm kind of surprised it's not higher. Yeah, but the, you can't remember. Like I said, this now officially, they've been releasing music for five decades. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Scotland and the UK it's mm-hmm. sitting at number 7 nice yeah. I wish I had money to buy it oh there you go um, right see I've got bits and pieces written mm-hmm. but I think let's just sort of deal with the whole elephant in the room I think to start with that you think it's shit no I don't think it's shit it's just you already know this is not for me, right? Well, no, no, I, I personally think it could be for you because I, I know you used to listen to Sparks. It's fine. I mean, it's, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think one of my, not a problem. Well, it is a problem with Sparks, is that they're too clever for their own good. <laughs> too clever for me, maybe. <laughs> right, and that everything kind of, not everything's. A, the same, but everything is kind of the same. It's they've got their their style. Yeah, uh, as I've said and before, it's, it's a formula. Yeah, it's why all frightened rabbit songs now sound the same. Yeah, it's why all ACDC songs now sound the same. Yeah, and I think I tend to like, like if I hear a Sparks track, mm-hmm. like on on somewhere, kind of I'll put it on shuffle and a Sparks track comes up, mm-hmm. I like it. It's yeah. fine. But sitting down and listening to an entire album of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I, I can handle that. It's not. It's again one offs every now and again. I've even actually <laughs> I've written it down here as well. Whenever you play one at me, um, mm. 
which <laughs> it's more for your entertainment than for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's fine. Like the one-offs here and there, a couple of tracks together. I I am number one song in him thing. Yeah. I that it's every now and again when I'm sitting on YouTube and going, I want to listen to some sort of thing. I look that up quite a lot. Mm-hmm. It's up. It's again. It's one of my sort of go-to tracks for listening to. Plus, you like that Captain Planet is on the front cover of the album, the single. It's not. It's a woman with white hair, but I like to pretend yeah. it's Captain Planet. But um, but yeah, so she'll turn you into a fucking tree. It was Gaia had white hair in that, and it was Luke Goldberg. I have no idea what you're talking about. I literally have put that. You know, I understand, <laughs> but I I put that entire part of the plot out of my head. Right. All I remember <laughs> is uh, Don Cheadle in blue face. Yeah, turning people into trees with a velvet girl. <laughs> and uh, a guitar at one point or maybe a kita I can't remember there was a follow up one but there was I, three I, of them dude was there okay yeah. I've really seen one uh, the last oh. one he's definitely like doing a concert for a forest that used to be people uh, uh, sorry I'm just getting lost in thinking about that video now yep so yeah so that's that's kind of my thing on Spark uh-huh. That one every now and again again does you good. But all at one well, go. I love uh American birthday cake ice cream, right? And if yeah. you say, Would you like a scoop of that? I will say yes. Yeah. And if you say would you like three scoops of that, I will say yes and I will like it even more. And if you said, Would you like this gallon tub of uh American birthday cake, I would eat it and die. But I would die happy. And that is Spark. My problem with that is that you can't really get that in shops. I'm talking about the ice cream, not the music. But I know you can buy it in the cinema. Yeah, I, yeah but I was in the cinema yesterday. Uh, yeah, and I wasn't eating it. Uh, I was looking at it because yeah. I have no money. But <laughs> I do like okay, I've, only had, I've only ever had it once. How about this? If, oh. You go into Tesco's and you can get three tubs of Ben and Jerry's. For five pounds, yeah. But you buy three tubs of that peanut butter one, the yeah. peanut butter cups, and that you just buy three of them, and then you sit at home and you eat it all and weep. That sparks. <laughs> <laughs> See, by the time I've gotten through one and a half tubs, um, mm. I'm not enjoying that anymore. That's I am more. That's what I say. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sitting there with, I'm, with my quite blunt spoon, mm. just frantically. <laughs> chopping at my wrists to try to get any sort of blood going whatsoever oh right I thought you were trying to get get it out of you <laughs> well probably by the time I've eaten that much I probably would be bleeding yeah. like that's peanut how, butter cups just sliding out of your wrists yeah that's how, that's how biology works right? uh, yeah that's the noise they make as well mm. cold blood yeah. cold peanut Con- butter blood congealed Blood. Uh, but no, I just, yeah. So right, what we're saying is you didn't like this album. So let's go through it quite quickly. Okay. Well, track one's just an intro, really. Yes. So moving on. Oh, is this it? This is it. Okay. So yeah, but, um, track one. Uh, you're right. It is an intro. So we we don't talk about intros, I thought. But I mean, it's officially a bit, no. It's a minute and a half, so it's kind of longer than a. I but think if it was under a minute, then that's mm-hmm. when you go, fuck it, not lost it. 
but this does no nothing right? it's it's called probably nothing and very little happens in it yeah. so i think it's completely fair to move on okay. missionary position okay lyrical fun doesn't kind well but if, can oh, you imagine anything better than two seven-year-old men but see it's going at it hammer and tongs you have to think their their stuff is always fun yeah and it's all can but see, I think that's a problem. I find it hard to take them seriously. And they kind of don't want to be taken seriously, but Bad they do. Truman. Yeah. But it's the fact that, again, I'm not a great fan of it. It's not, it's not comedy music, but it kind of feels like comedy music. And I'm not a fan of It's real music. music with humour in it. Yeah, but it's, it's, so it's, but it's not crossing the thing into what you would class as... Is it, it, it would not... Is it, would it not dramedy? Is it dramedy <laughs> as a musical genre? Oh, Jesus. Possibly. No, there's not much drama in it. No. Yeah. Action comedy? Is it Pineapple Express? <laughs> really, that's only The Seduction of Ingmar Bergman. It's another album I love by him. No. That one's really hard for you to listen to, though, because it's one hour and ten minutes, and it's oh. one track. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah. So where are we? Uh, missionary position. Yeah. Come on, it's a good start, man. It's uh, lyrical fun. A, it's got that... A, that Pro Tools, you know, crafted pop they do, which is, yeah, it sounds like there's an orchestra, but obviously there was never anyone there. No. It's just like five synths well, it's bounced like, on well, each other. Well, you look at the people involved, there's only like five names involved in this. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who two of them are. Or, yeah. Well, as no, long no. as you remember Ron and Russell. Oh, Ron and really Russell. Uh, but it was Leos Carax, mm-hmm. uh, Rebecca... Oval? I don't yeah. know how to pronounce that. It's well, S-G-O-W-A-L-L. I'm, but it's I think like that's pretty much the band who have been touring with them for a while now. Right. You know what I mean? Well, she's like an opera singer or something. Mm-hmm. Leos Carax plays the accordion, but he's a director. I was going to say. Yeah, he's a French yeah, director. Yeah, he's a French film director yeah. on the track about the French film director. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you got to remember, <laughs> they love movies. They yeah. love movies more than anything else. Which is why they disappeared in the 90s, to make movies. But they failed to make any. They did have a great cameo, though, in season six, episode 22 of Gilmore Girls. So it all works out even if to me. Yeah, okay. It's a good episode. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said that like Buffalo Bill from Sons of the Lambs. It's a good episode. Um, so you know by the time you get to the second track it's reminding me of the better cuts off of uh, Hello Young Lovers or Exotic Creatures of the Deep and that's the thing since their second coming with uh, what was that album called that was before Little Beethoven Bowls it might have just been called Bowls it's another one I'm doing quite well now I think we're up to about 15 out of 23 yeah yeah, he's uh, it's basically just been you know um, I always mix them up. Ron's the one who makes the music, right? With the Hitler Tash, whose name yeah, got Clark Gable. Russ, Russell, Russ. Yeah, is it okay calling him Russ? Is that thing? I mean, I wouldn't, but that's because okay, it makes Russell. me think of Russ Abbott. Okay, no, I'm thinking of Russ Abbott. Yeah, you don't. Oh want no, no, I'm thinking of. Uh, He's got the balaclava on. He's feeling you. What was the guy with Dustin? Oh no, that's, G. Bro- that's Brian Connolly. I oh, know, maybe both of them. What was the guy with Dustin G? Dustin G. Well, he was the guy that was with Russ Abbott. Les Dennis. Oh yeah, so I couldn't remember his name, but I was thinking of him. But I could only think of Dustin G, his lesser known sidekick. 
Dustin G was Les Dennis's sidekick. Yeah, because they had a, apparently they had a show briefly, which was the Les Dennis and Dustin G show. Every time you say Dustin G, it sounds like a piece by Bach. This is <laughs> Dustin, Dustin G. G. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, so it was his, his, like, you got Vic and Bob and Les Dennis and Dustin G. Sort of thing. So. Why is uh, Vic Reeves calling himself Jim Moyer to be on fucking uh, Coronation Street? It's so weird. But he's always referred to himself as Jim, so. No, but his stage name is Vic Reeves. Yeah, but if you watch back to um, Vic Reeves' Big Night Out, which yeah, yeah. I overwatched and things, every now and again, just throughout entire episodes, he's never referred to as Vic. It's always Jim. Yeah, but Vic Reeves, yeah. right, is his stage yes. name. And so it doesn't say at the end of one of his shows, Vic Reeves hyphen Jim Moyer. No, but everybody but knew it was Jim on, Moyer. <laughs> but on Coronation Street, he's not called Vic Reeves. He's called Jim Moyer. And that's weird to me. It's maybe because you've got like to use your proper not not your why you know. he didn't he was called Vic Reeves in uh, uh, Randall and Hopkirk deceased, uh, which may I say is still a guilty pleasure of mine. I regret to watch it. I assume so, it's dated poorly, so it's probably no. not something to watch now. So. Maybe we can do that after the prisoner. Yeah. Okay. How's that going for you, by the way? Not started yet. I've got well, until next week. I know, but remember, I lied to you to make sure you'd started it by this week, I'm and you failed. I'm, yeah, but you also left the date on pages, so well, I knew you lied to I don't But I'm off Wednesday, Thursday this week. I still don't trust you. And I've done a lot of well, work on this one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will, because next week, I'm off Wednesday, Thursday as well, but Thursday I'm mm-hmm. going down to Sterling with the dog again for yeah, a bit. So, I'll well, on Wednesday. You don't have to worry about a plot summary. I've already written one. It took me... Two and a half hours. So don't you fucking do I will fuck <laughs> I was going to start watching it at work, but it didn't work when I plugged it into the computer at work okay. to watch. Because okay. not because it didn't work, it's because it's the computer. And yeah, yeah. Download, no, I can't download the computer at work. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because it's MKV. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. Anyway. Uh, oh, shit, my fucking things went off. Oh. All right. Where are we? Is it, what year is it? Uh, uh, am I supposed to scream like Laura Palmer? Oh, sorry, like Carrie Page. Mm. Ah. It was bang on. Exactly. Yeah. It was more like, uh, you know when... Uh, Laura? Laura? You know when uh, uh, Ash's girlfriend comes back from the dead in Evil Dead 2? Yeah. And she does that dance and then jumps away. That's what that scream was. It's my favourite bit of that entire movie where she, she just jumps over the horizon because she's obviously a puppet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of silence yeah. here, no, so I'm let's sorry. get I moving. Just, I was thinking of other things. Scandinavian um, design. Yeah, I'm just... Um, this is one of the first tracks that I'm definitely keeping. Right. Because I... I, you know, there's a lot of Sparks tracks. So I think the easiest thing to say about this album is there is one, two, three, four, five. There are five out of 15 tracks, right, that uh, will be played by me on a regular basis. I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. And I don't think you can, therefore, I'm, I'm not reviewing the album as five out of 15. That's bizarre. That seems very bad. It seems better than that. You yeah. know what I mean? But... 
Scandinavian design is the first one that I listened to was just like yes everything about this yes mm-hmm. um, let me remind myself I don't, I don't know if I've ever thought of a 70-year-old man doing the robot while singing, but he definitely <laughs> is doing this. Uh, yeah. Oh, you've, got, you've crossed that point of tiredness. We need to pick no, up the pace. No, it's not. I, I kind of, everything that I kind of had written down, I kind mm. of lost it after the first track. Because, oh, I just, yeah, again, I just, I can't pay attention. It's just. Right, here we go. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna blast through this, right? No, no but here's a no. Here's a weird thing. Oh god! All right, because by the time it gets to track six, because track five just annoyed the piss out of me. Which one's track five? Giddy giddy. Yeah, no, it's the it's the it's proper awful. Um, track what? six. What the hell is it this time? It's absolutely fantastic. Yes. <laughs> but it's, now here's the, here's the weird thing. Uh, mm-hmm. This is probably the point where I'm gonna get a look from you. Mm-hmm. And the, you know when sometimes like other ones we've done, I'll say oh. There's too much going on in mm-hmm. this track, and I'm like, I like this one because of how much stuff was in it yeah, yeah. and how busy it was. Mm-hmm. Now, normally, I get to that point, and I get frustrated and go, I can't concentrate on any of yeah, this because yeah. there's too much going on. And yet, it's the opposite with this one, and that there's so much going on that I made me like it more. And I, th- and <laughs> I started thinking that I thought, this is going against everything I've written about everything else. Yeah. Oh, but uh. yeah, but you know, what? yeah, it's possibly. My favorite thing. This is why mum, your mum calls you the quandary. <laughs> she does all the time. <laughs> uh, I always wondered why, but now it's been answered. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, now, mm-hmm. track eight, on the other hand. Well, Hippopotamus. Yeah. The greatest track of all time. <laughs> does my tits in as well. I love this song so hard. <sighs> Could it be the uh, fact they rhyme hip- hip- Hippopotamus with Hieronymus? Bosh! Yeah, uh, or there's a book by Anonymous. It's <laughs> it's probably the most memorable track on the mm-hmm. album. Yeah, but I don't know. I um, um there's I, a a woman the 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 amazing line. There's a woman with an abacus. There's oh, a yes. woman with a, an abacus. There's a woman with an abacus. She looks Chinese. I'm not being prejudiced. <laughs> I'm not being prejudiced. <laughs> You're like, yes, well done. This is <laughs> note to sell. I'm not being prejudiced. How did this end up in the lyrics? And uh, um, uh, bummer is always uh, also a fantastic track. It follows it up. Nothing from that. Um, Let me just put bummer back on just to remind me as well. A little yes. bit of bummer. Yes, put the bummer back on. Make the bummer dance for us. Yes, dance, bummer, dance. Hmm? A pagiator. It does sound like a cut off exo- exotic creatures again. Nice. 
<laughs> You're like, nah, it's not my jam. It's it's fine. But, um, I'll tell you what was my jam. What's that? Uh, which is also probably the second best thing on the album mm-hmm. is so tell me, Mrs. Lincoln. Aside, aside from, from that, how, how was, was the play? play? One fucking great title. <laughs> Two just not as good as what the hell is it this time, mm-hmm. but fucking close. Yep. Yeah. No, no. I'll say. Out of the five tracks, it's Scandinavian Design, What the Hell Is It This Time, Hippopotamus Bummer, and So Tell Me Mrs. Lincoln, uh, aside from that, how was the play? Um, Because the track after this, uh, 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 So You're a French Director, um, had accordion on it. (laughs) My only note for that is thankfully short. Yes. Because it's like 2.45 or something, Mm -hmm. is it? That's something I um, uh, the amazing Mr. Repeat has one joke sort of thing uh, which is no, the repetition um, th- I've got a typo in Ice with the Macbeths that can't be the oh, title um, oh, I was going to say track 14 a little bit like fun mm-hmm. which made me think of Queen a lot during that one yeah but they used to be compared to Queen a lot back in the day oh, right or they got go. compared to each other uh, oh there you go yeah uh, um, now, Life with the Macbeths. Mm-hmm. Her voice and Russell's mm-hmm. are just look amazing together. Yep. Um, on her own, obviously because it's the whole opera thing, which I'm not in, so it's a bit warbly stuff, but when they're t- like singing together... <laughs> you wobbly bitch. Between it, well, it's not her. It's, it's her thing. I mean, it's your thing. It kind of made me want to go back and listen to like Nightwish and shit. Because I'm like, oh, I liked operatic metal back in the day. Um, Have you? Uh, I'm glad. <laughs> uh, note to self: keep that pre-order on the uh, Bruce Dickinson Solo Works al- uh, box oh, set that's coming out. That's your Christmas sorted. Oh, good. Um, a copy of that and uh, a German board game you can play on your own. <laughs> I was one because I was looking at German board game stuff on Amazon the other day going really fancy getting the games night back together but unfortunately we don't know other people I know plenty of other people they just don't know you oh, that's fair enough <laughs> show off um, and I was, don't have any board games because I sold them all well it was um, it's for a profit betra- betrayal on something hell thing but you need at least three players because one of you has to be the betrayer I won't betray you we'll have uh, to get the stranger to do it uh, but uh, yeah because things got really good reviews of that and things like Totally miss the days when you sit there and play board games. Yeah, because they were great. Yeah. But board games interspersed with um, quickly, quick games of Left 4 Dead. That that I truly do miss. I, I really want to get I an was, Xbox back I that. was speaking this, about this to somebody the other day, going, why isn't there more of them? Because there hasn't, hasn't been one on sort of next generation. It's all mm-hmm. Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah. Where's, where's the new Left 4 Dead? Because... Mm-hmm. So just, <laughs> just in the room when you suddenly hear that witch scream and everyone is just shitting themselves. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, no, I was not a fan of that witch one. No. <laughs> but the feeling and the, the team weren't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that, that wonderful glee you get when a tank appears. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, can I just say, as well, um, I've been playing obviously Destiny 2 this last week in a bit. Mm-hmm. Really fucking good. Right. To the point I've actually played multiplayer a few times and not got annoyed at people. Oh, well, I heard uh, uh, Griffin talk about the multiplayer. I, they about they, how it's almost a religious experience of people working together. Possible. There's um, the, the raid, which I've not, I'm not quite ready to 
do yet. Mm-hmm. They did um, a like a live like let's can group of them. I think five or six of them. They're going to play the raid blind, not knowing what is going into it. And then if they really fuck up, they'll do another run. Mm-hmm. That video on YouTube is three and a half hours long, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not watching that, but I'll watch like the first game twenty minutes or so, and see it's just man, really fucking hard, and I thought I'm not ready for that. I, uh, it's not sort of thing I would watch on YouTube, but yesterday I watched uh, a twenty minute run through of Call of Duty Rave in a Cave is that what it's right, called okay. um, where because it just seems so weird uh, Kevin Smith is in it right. as himself um, and it's another one of these Call of Duty zombie games Yeah. Um, but it keeps I don't know if you're on LSD or what but everyone's like covered in UV paint so right. the zombies all of a sudden just light up Mm. It's pretty cool. And then Kevin Smith is in like some sort of nightmare dimension and becomes a 25 foot tall monster that tries to tear you apart with the Stegosaurus spine. Jeez. Did not see that coming. Me neither. Also, may I say, the worst acting Kevin Smith has ever done. (laughs) But you know. Who cares? But you know, that's not the point. It's a computer game. It's the spectacle. Yeah. But I was just like, what what in Mm. God's name is this? It's. I think it's every Tuesday the Polygon they do live stream of um, player unknown battlegrounds, mm-hmm. which has now become the most played online game and the most active users or whatever. Okay. Um, and it's it's like they do like an hour, maybe hour and a half long video of that. Mm-hmm. I'll watch that every week, uh, just in the background while I'm doing that stuff. Mm. It's really quite funny, and uh, so public underground it's. Uh, Player unknown, mm-hmm. it's a hundred person map battle thing, but it keeps shrinking. You need to get into the middle. And you all start out with nothing, jump out of plane, find shit, and kill each other. And it's just can. So it's. it's funny. There's also a zombie one, whereas you've got one squad of like six people. Everybody else is zombies, but they don't know where you've jumped out, so they all jump out of planes in different parts. Mm-hmm. Of the you go get your stuff, and they've just got to try and find you and kill you. Mm-hmm. It's, um, that was a fun part of Left 4 Dead when you played as zombies. Yeah. Though I didn't like oh. the screen was blue, but other than that. But they really didn't make a new one. I'm like, was it Valve or something that made that? Was that Valve? I don't know. I love yeah. Left 4 Dead. It was great. I had a nice playlist worked out of like stoner rock classics. I could even expand on it now thanks to uh, my uh, 60 Watt Shaman getting back up. I wonder if that's backwards compatible. Oh, my anus. I'll have to go and... Cause I've got, there's a lot on the shelf somewhere. I've still got the disc. I'm going to dig that out. Next time you're around, I'm going to see if that works. Mm-hmm. Backwards. And then. Well. Oh, I can see why you're sitting like someone out of mud now. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've I'm, got, s- I'm spreading out my tiger feet. My my uh, my upper glutes are completely numb. Yeah, these... Uh, I think, oh. My upper thighs are... Go- the, my, the bottom of my glutes are fine. The bits in between. Ugh, the jam that holds it all together. Excuse me. Oh, oh that no, there was one track on this. Uh huh. I've closed my notes now, doesn't it? I can't remember which one. Actually, I will open it up again. Because um, Chico, your bad self. <laughs> get me go. How crazy opening my notes again. Yeah. Now, yeah. Here's the thing. It was hippopotamus actually, mm-hmm. in that it did weird things to me. 
in that do you ever no not like that do you ever get yeah. restless leg syndrome uh, no but I like the song by Half Man Half Biscuit okay, I'll, take, I'll take the word um, I think you've played that so. I definitely have yeah. it's a great song it's the feeling you get from that is when it's like numbness or tingling weird thing in the bone in your leg and your leg moves a certain way I get it occasionally when I'm lying in my bed and it's just again, I'll suddenly realise that my legs always can repeat movement now <laughs> hippopotamus pretty much made my entire body feel like that and I was sitting there listening to it mm. just like there was nobody in my house I'm sitting in the living room listening to it I could not sit still during it but not in a good way of like hey this music's great I'm going to move and dance mm. I was, <laughs> it was just something was going wrong the first time I listened to it that I was just like I can't uh, well, did you have St Vitus dance <laughs> St Vitus dance my mum used to say it all the time, but I, I had an egg corn going. I always heard it as a St. Vitus dance. But St. Vitus, V-I-T-U-S, dance. Yeah. If you Google it, right, there's a time in medieval England where people just started dancing in the street for no fucking reason. And it became like an epidemic right. of people dancing for no reason. And they thought a good way to cure it was to put bands around them, right? But then they started to dance themselves to death. Could have died. Yeah. Well, no, oh. I just, I, you know, I, I, uh, it's obviously uh, psychosomatic. Yeah. And it's a good way to work out the strain of being, uh, you know, uh, living in a medieval nightmare. I get yeah. it. You know. Um, or maybe suffering from hysteria. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> so what I needed was a doctor to shake me and slap me in the face. Well, a hysteria, as we all know. Uh, was eventually cu- cured with the invention of the dildo. Oh. Well, I think so. I'll, just, I'll just stick to my restless <laughs> legs and I'm, uh. I'm, I'm, not, I'm suggesting that, uh, uh, you know, well, hysteria is uh, for, for most, I believe, uh, women, men can just oh. jerk off, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I am adamant there is a movie about that. <laughs> I can't think what it is, though. A very British movie. Maybe a Melda Staunton's in it. I feel like I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, 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 but yeah, because St. Vitus Dance gave me the world's most... It was a great idea for a book or story that I couldn't actually work into a story. Only a premise. Right. And it's like, it's the opposite of St. Vitus Dance. What if, you know... Basically, a bunch of people who cannot be fucked anymore uh, became willfully bedridden. But thanks to, like, media, mm-hmm. it gave everyone the idea, yeah, let's all be bedridden. Yeah, I mean, so just huge swathes of the uh, country are ill. Yeah. And no one knows what, like, it's an epidemic, but no one knows what it is because it isn't anything. Mm. But everyone's got the same symptoms because they mentioned them on Twitter. Yeah. So you go, what is the story there? God knows. And, you know, does it come off that it's really just how, uh, you know, how shit is it looking after sick people? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want that to, uh, uh, that, uh, you know, people assume that. It's like, no, no, no I don't mean that no, it's, at it's all. Fa- it's, it's, it's just a roundabout way of just showing your respect for nurses and all they do. Because, mm. <laughs> yeah, because sick people are, yeah, yeah. tedious. 
But I do like people, the idea of people walking around like a relatively empty city in like gas masks. No, for no reason at all. It's lovely. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's lovely out and there's nothing wrong, but they don't know that. Yeah. And you walk in a house to see like to explore, mm-hmm. find out what's happened to the populace with your gas mask on. And there's just people sitting in bed going, eh, shrugging. Yeah. Uh, well, why, don't, it, why don't you get up? Why don't you get up? <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It would be, it's not even the nonchalance of that. It would be that surely willfully bedridden people eventually would become actually ill. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shouting at people from the beds, run, save yourself. That's, uh, I'm horribly infected with yeah. ambivalence. <laughs> yeah. I would get um, up and get the door, but... Uh. But yeah, how would how would that be a story? The answer is it never was. I had so many, you know what I mean? There's a, my, at one point, the wall in here looks like uh, Charlie's wall in Always Sunny when he's trying to work out theories. <laughs> Which is also what my wall looks like when I'm thinking about Twin Peaks. String everywhere. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, they some people finally talked to Twin Pe- uh, to David Lynch about it, yeah. and he's like, and almost any question he didn't want to answer was just, well, you know, whatever you think. Yeah, I saw bits of that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's open to interpretation. Like, whatever you want it to be, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going out of my way not to talk Twin Peaks at the minute. Because obviously in a couple of weeks, it's all Twin Peaks. One week of all Twin Peaks. Mm. Soon. Or whenever you want, really. But I, I'm still just, I'm still digesting. Yeah, just letting it settle. Yeah. It's like when I come out... Like I, when I come out of the cinema, mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, not a great film directly afterwards. Mm-hmm. But I need to give it 24 hours to settle in. Because it was like, again, I thought Sucker Punch was a good movie when I first came out to them. Yep. Yeah, give it 24 hours to, for me to settle in. <laughs> and then uh, you started slicing your wrists. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you're not you're not alone in that. Most people walk out of the cinema thinking films are good. Yeah. So like Jurassic just, World. So this is well, because there's, there's so much to think about if you need just a bit. Of, uh, well, you know. Think how much you think about a two-hour movie, and then think how much you think of an eighteen-hour. Yeah. <laughs> Mind fuck. Yeah. Uh, see, there is apparently someone on YouTube that has synced up every episode to their own individual boxes. I'm not sure what the point of that was. There is no point. They definitely weren't. That wasn't done with any sort of thing. No. I I like the idea that uh, someone said. Generally, as an idea. That the last episode and the first episode could theoretically work yeah. backwards or like into each other. Yeah. So, so that, you know, the Diane and Cooper sex scene work with the uh, Sam and Tracy sex scene yeah. kind of thing. And you go, yeah, that sort of makes sense. But it doesn't need to be exact. No. You can get your finger out. I just, you know, go with feel. Don't go mm. with maths. <laughs> but there has to be an edit there, Dwayne. That's what the time is. That's a wonderful reference to Dwayne Dunham, series editor on oh, Twin right. Peaks The Return. And also the director of episode two of Twin Peaks, uh, season one. You can sort of see, like, there's certain, see him like, mirroring certain bits, like I say, the whole kind woodsman drink mm-hmm. deep and that, and then you, mm-hmm. um, Sarah Palmer sitting watching the repeating boxing clip. Yeah, yeah. That syncs up. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. exact, but it's kind of yeah. damn close. Damn, that's pretty close. 
I know that made a no, the noise of a, a, a you know what do you call that a, a, a low pass filter you know like when dance music gets the pump yeah. <laughs> 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 that's what that was I'm going to sample that later <sighs> along with you saying blue 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 juice no you never say juice never say juice again it's like uh, baby back ribs without ever saying ribs. <laughs> <laughs> what is that out of? Um, the only thing I can think of is fat bastard. No, no, no. But after I, that, I don't know. After that, someone's being tortured in something, and they play the Chili's baby back ribs thing. Oh, that's no idea. Well, that's what the advert is. Yeah. Um, but they never say ribs. So he just goes, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back. And then the person's tied down going, when does he say ribs? Never. He never says ribs. Why would he say such Right. So, well, next time, it's... Calm down. I haven't done final thoughts. Well, I need to hurry because I'm going to piss myself. Okay. Well, this is the, you know, 23rd album by Sparks. Um, and you know they've been releasing albums Correct. for 48 years okay <sighs> so if you put it all together um, I would put this album just out of their top 10 right. but I think their top 15 is so strong I, I could not give this less than a 7 mm-hmm. if I was doing it out of 10 fair enough but I might be forced to give it a four if it, you know, if you made me do it out of five. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. I would say give it a listen. Instead, start with Kimono My House and uh, uh, Little Beethoven and go from there. It's like two different periods of time. Yeah. I know. Oh. It's like me telling you to watch season one and season three of Twin Peaks back to back. But anyway, oh. with that, yeah. next week we're doing... Uh, oh, no. Hold on, this is confusing. Alex Cameron. Uh, yes. Forced Witness. Yes. I forgot the name of it. See how yeah. easy that was. And if you listened to <laughs> next episode, you'll see why. <laughs> so confused. Um, yes. My God. Jesus Christ. His, his anus is about to explode. So I'm going to say goodbye before he ruins my seats. I'm going to say goodbye too. Yeah. Possibly goodbye. forever. Yeah. I think I'm about to eat myself. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.